Hello, and welcome to the Totally Clinical podcast, brought to you by Techro. Totally Clinical is a deep dive into the freshest trends, big time challenges, and most excellent triumphs of clinical trials. I'm Hannah, your host. Join me as I chat with industry experts, trailblazers, thought leaders, and most importantly, the people benefiting from clinical research. So tune in, settle back, and don't touch that dial. It's time to get totally clinical. This week, I am joined by TechRow's General Manager for R&D Products, Sonia Arouge. Sonia wrote an incredibly moving blog last week about her aunt, Lena, who sadly died of a brain tumour. Welcome, Sonia. Now, your blog really brings it home to all of us just how sudden and devastating a brain tumour diagnosis can be. Could you talk the listeners through your aunt Lena's story? So as you're saying, in, um, in the blog, I tell the story of my aunt Lena, who sadly died a few years back. And it all started with her waking up one day and she was blinding in one eye. And there really wasn't any, any other symptom. There were no warning signs of that. Other than earlier that month, um, she thought she was having a little bit of blurred vision. Her vision wasn't, wasn't the best, but I'm guessing she thought it was just old age because she, uh, she was in the mid-60s, so a healthy Portuguese woman in the mid-60s enjoying retirement. So she thought nothing of it until, of course, she woke up and she was blind. And she went to hospital, of course, and she stayed in the hospital. That was, unfortunately, the beginning of her journey. And that is the journey that I tell in the blog. I find that oftentimes people shy away from talking about these things. And I think the opposite. I think we need to talk about these experiences so there is more awareness. And so I tell the story of her going in and taking four months for the doctors to diagnose her with grade four gliosarcoma, which is a rare uh, type of brain cancer, and how we very quickly uh, evolved. Um, of course, she and we knew her di- as prognosis was bleak, and indeed she, she died a few, a few months later. Uh, and they say that's, that's the story that I tell in the blog. Thank you for sharing your story. I totally agree that we need to talk more about these issues And seeing someone so close to you in this situation must have really opened your eyes to the need for urgent treatment for all those patients diagnosed with rare diseases. In the blog, you also mention personalised medicine. Could you explain more about what this is and how it could potentially help to treat patients? Now, I must say I am not an expert. Um, I'm just fascinated by, by the topic and how it could help overall. Um, you may hear the term personalised medicine or precision medicine. Precision medicine is perhaps a, a better term and a more modern term, and meaning there are more targeted um, diagnoses and treatments and there are more... Um, uh, well, they are based on, on genetic factors, but also um, lifestyle um, factors. And, and I particularly find myself kind of looking at the, the genetic side. Here in the UK, we have got the 100,000 Genomes Project looking precisely at rare diseases and, and cancers with that, uh, with that intent. So to uh, try to understand diseases and how they can, and those rare diseases and how they can be best diagnosed and treated. That affects drug development, of course, but you know, I'm thinking here on the patient side uh, and in cancer treatment, like in my aunt's case, um, precision medicine there means changing the drugs used, for example, in chemotherapy, uh, not only based on the type of cancer, but also any mutations that uh, were found in, in that patient. To me, it 
it opens up possibilities to better treat patients, but also hopefully even diagnose them earlier so that good treatments could be had to, to extend their, uh, their lifespan. Yes, it really sounds like that could be a way forward. I remember you also mentioned it actually in a podcast earlier this year. So I know that you're very passionate about this topic. Now, clinical trials is another topic you mention in the blog. How do you think that decentralised or hybrid trials can help reach patients with rare diseases? That's a very good good question. Um, the way I see it, and I'm trying to kind of look at this, taking a step back and looking at the, the, the bigger picture, for a pharmaceutical organisation, if they are developing a drug that is for a, a rare disease, rare cancer or rare disease, immediately that is a smaller audience. So the commercials of it are interesting, isn't it? So it's kind of not as cost effective. And because it, they are rare diseases, then there won't be as many people in the population and they could be really far away from the clinic. And so this is where uh, I, I mentioned decentralized trials and hybrid trials. It's a way to, to reach those people who otherwise would not be able to come into the clinic. Um, not everything can be decentralized, of course, but anything that can help reach more patients that have those rare diseases to uh, advance research, I think, you know, that's a good positive thing. So one of Tecro's goals is to ensure that every physician has access to take part in trials if they want to. And as you know, right now, physicians can be reluctant to participate for a second time because clinical trials can be time consuming and, you know, they often don't have enough time to spend with patients. What are your thoughts on the solution to this issue? Because this is part of the problem we've been discussing. Absolutely. And um, uh, take, take you and I, now we work in tech. And I think we have a good understanding of technology and, and the fact that it can be a blessing, but also sometimes it can be a burden and a hindrance. And I think uh, the latter is what perhaps is, is, um, is one of the reasons that stops physicians from, uh, from being part of more uh, research. Uh, things like um, they have to learn many, many systems, they have to understand the systems, they have to train, they have to train others. Um, they have multiple passwords. All of these things become a burden and a block to, to adoption. Take Tecra, for example, looking at the protocol. What we try to do here at Tecra is to ensure that every physician has got the protocol in their pocket, meaning that they're having a, a conversation with the patient and there they have the answers and they can inform the patient. So this is a way that I see technology being a solution and being a blessing because it is that immediacy of the answer uh, and, and the solution potentially for, for that patient. Uh, so, uh, yes, I think the solution uh, or technology is part of the solution, but it's not as straightforward as this. And we need to have vendors like ourselves, but many others who look at the bigger picture and really try to enable physicians and sites without giving them extra burden. When you have a rare disease like a brain tumour, time really is of the essence because so much of this is about the referral process. If we look to the future, what would be your ideal vision of the patient pathway from diagnosis to trials and over what kind of time frame? That's such an important question and I think the expression that comes to mind is, is no patient left behind. And what I mean by that is it's really try to your point and um, try to, to get at uh, diagnosis being um, uh, being done quickly and accurately, and then giving people a, a better chance. And I'm reminded not just of my aunt uh, Lena, but also just this week. Unfortunately, we had a death uh, from a gentleman called Tom Parker, the singer from a British band called The Wanted. Um, 
young person, 33 years old, diagnosed a couple of years back with an inoperable brain tumour. And I, I mean, I don't know much about him, but from what I, I heard and, and been reading upon, um, he was really vocal about people talking about disease, but also pushing for better research. So all the things we'll be talking about in this podcast and asking for better research and better treatments and, and really incentivizing all the stakeholders on that. Um, but to, to your question, what is my, my vision of the patient pathway is as quickly as we can and getting a patient to have that diagnosis and then having the treatments um, to, uh, to give them a better chance. And those treatments would be the, the outcome of clinical trials and, as we mentioned earlier, decentralised and, and hybrid and hopefully even personalised or precision medicine uh, research um, to, to ensure that um, more and more uh, cancers can be curable in the short term. As you'll know, I've spoken to a number of other people on the podcast around the topics of rare cancers such as ovarian and pancreatic cancer, both of which are really hard to diagnose. And they also highlighted the importance of knowledge when it comes to getting patients diagnosed quickly. And a lot of patients don't even realise what treatments they have access to. I love what you say, though, power, um, power in knowledge. Uh, I think it's important that people talk about it. Um, I'll perhaps add a caveat. Um, so many of us um, Google everything in our lives. Uh, I do that all the time. Sometimes when you Google for symptoms and diseases, it can be scary. You kind of think um, that you're going to die tomorrow um, because you only hear the negatives. Um, so yes, knowledge is power, but um, I, I would say I always make sure that you speak to, to the right um, medical staff, speak to the doctor and, um, and, and learn as much as you can, uh, absolutely. And uh, like we were saying, hopefully um, better treatments will come in the near future for more and more diseases, whether they are rare or difficult or otherwise. Indeed. And yes, Google can be a blessing and a curse. I think we'll both agree. <laughs> <laughs> And that's your dose of Totally Clinical. You can download our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please subscribe and leave a rating and review so more people can find the show. See you on your next visit. And remember to bring your friends. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.